Xanax, Vicodin, Oxycontin, Adderall, Clonopin, Speed. <laughs> well, the boys are back in town. Sorry, man. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> we might get shut down because of that, bro. Playoff hero, Matthew Shane, with the overtime winner. I gotta say, yeah, we might get shut down for that. So thanks no. a lot, John. No way. I don't think <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> if we do, well, if we do, then it'll be good for us. Okay, <laughs> we'll get some infamy. Well, welcome to episode 21, everybody, of Hungry for Hockey Talk podcast. Obviously, you're here. You know what you're getting yourself into. Woo! Craziness. Um, we got of lies. our co-hosts. <laughs> our, I'm Grant, and we've got our co-hosts, Sterling Daddy, the Stir Daddy Kefal. How are you hey. doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. I'm doing okay. I had a bit of a laughing fit earlier. There are still <laughs> some tears in my eyes. It sounded like you were dying. We were concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling's all done his exams. I think they went pretty well, which yeah. is good. I'm still waiting for my final mark on one class, but it's all pretty good. Job strong. It's awesome. Thank fucking God. Get a week off and then ah, back into it, but it's okay. That's what I signed up for. That's hustle, man. Got to respect that. Johnny B is back from his vacation out in beautiful Victoria, BC. Yeah, How about Johnny B? It was great. It was. I mean, the island is one of the greatest places to visit so i definitely go check it out um but now i'm stuck marking exams <laughs> <laughs> yeah weren't they due like last week uh yeah but uh yeah they were <laughs> <laughs> all the students <laughs> they want their marks in their environmental intro class and just can't get it it's the uh, environmental law but uh the oh, exam was on the last day, so uh, they gave us uh, extra time. Well, my yeah. exam was on the last day, and it was the marks were in by Friday, so just saying. <laughs> well, that's good. Should we get into some hockey talk here? Yeah. Yeah. Did anything happen? What, what's going on this year? Um, playoffs, I guess. What? Ooh. What are the playoffs? Yeah. Where? First round's already over? How? Yeah. Oh, no. Canada A, what happened, eh? All the Canadian teams are gone. So sad. I mean, can I say that I'm, I'm, like, not surprised? No, no, I I think... A couple of them were surprising. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it was pretty surprising. That's true. (laughs) I mean, it, it doesn't seem surprising now because it seems to happen every year. True. We're all kind of used to it by now. All the Canadians are playing on uh, on the American teams. <laughs> That's your excuse. You know, they get, well, yeah, they get paid more. Yeah. Except Connor McDavid. 16, 16 of them on, uh, on St. Louis, who are Canada's new team now, apparently. Um, there's at least 12 on the Islanders. I think 11 on Carolina. Um, so, yeah, pretty neat to see um, those teams doing so well with all yeah. the Canadian and, boys. And it's all it's all deserving too for the Canadian teams that are out. Like yeah. they just the times when they needed to play better, none of them really stepped up. And yeah, what else is there to say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless there's a deep, dark conspiracy in the NHL, what do you think, yeah, Grant? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about? Uh, let's talk about the the Boston Leaf series. That yeah. last game seven. Let's let's hear your thoughts there, Stone. Um, I know there's people that are freaking out about firing Mike Babcock, which oh. is like. The fuck's wrong? Like, yeah. Do you remember what the team was like before he was there? Like when they would they 
let in three goals right away in the beginning of the game or later in the game, they'd be up three, nothing. And then just in the last 10 minutes, like give it all away. And they did that all the fucking time and they were disorganized. They couldn't make a pass. And then Babcock comes in and even though they finished last that year, they were far better team. They were more entertaining to watch. Um, I mean, maybe there, there's some things he should have fixed. Like the penalty kill was just horrible. I mean, that sunk them. Uh, controlling Kadri, but again, it's also Kadri. Like he just flipped out. He shouldn't be doing that. And I don't know, lack of any, lack of experience, and then just a lack of will. Like I said before, this is the second the Leafs were down a goal, I'm like, they're, they're going to lose because they've never really pushed back to enough to get a win. Like in, in like an organized, strong, like determined fashion, and they had nobody like Nathan McKinnon who who would just like carry the team and was able to do it. So that's why they lost. Saying John Tavares can't do that. Uh, maybe he could, but he wasn't doing it this time. But he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, this the one time he was in the playoffs with the Islanders. That well, twice I think they were in the playoffs with him there. But one time he was in when they beat Florida, I think, in the first round. They um like. Tavares was really good. He was a beast in that series. And that's kind of the Tavares I expected to see. Whereas he was, I don't know, maybe he was in too much of a shutdown role or, or the Bruins just had his number. But either way, he wasn't able to do it, like many of them. Man. Yeah, I was kind of surprised with how he was playing. He only got two goals, I think, in the series, and one of them was an empty netter. Yeah. $11 million. It's quite a bit to pay for a guy who only gets you two goals in the playoffs. Um, but I mean, you got to put it in perspective. It's the first year. Like, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And back, back to the Babcock comment. It's like, I feel like that's just Toronto media, you know, they're just blowing everything out of proportion because all the articles are like, Oh my gosh, Carl Dubas didn't say that he had confidence in the coach. That means they're going to fire him. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking calm down there, sir. (laughs) Babcock is probably the best coach out there other than Jill Quenville. Like they're they're pretty much one and two. And why wasn't he uh nominated uh for the Jack Adams? Oh point. And why was Quenville fired? He's the best. (laughs) Well, I mean in terms of pedigree, I guess. No, no, I agree with you. I'm just like being an asshole going like, well, why was he fired then? Like, fuck. <laughs> Won three cups with the team, but he, but the only thing you remember is that he was fired. Well, that's just always the thing, right? What have you been doing? What have you done for me lately is kind of the... I mean, right now, doesn't John Tortorella look like the best coach? Because <laughs> he's <was> just <laughs> destroyed Tampa Bay, brought in like a bunch of new players, and somehow they're like contenders now. Mm-hmm. And well, see, remember when he tried to kill Calgary, the Calgary Flames coach? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Bob Hartley. That was probably the best things I've ever seen. Big Aaron, Brian McGrath <laughs> holding him back. Bob Hartley deserved it, to be honest. Do you, do you know the story between him and uh, Gary Bettman when he talked to him after? Because they were deciding on how to suspend him. No. And Gary, this is on the 31 Thoughts podcast. But anyway, Gary Bettman was like, okay, John. I'm willing to accept that maybe you just had a momentary lapse in judgment and like you just lost your cool for a second and it resulted in this. And John Tortorella is like, oh no, I knew what I was doing halfway through the first period. <laughs> Premeditated. I was going to go in there. I was about it the whole time. Hey, good for him for admitting it. Yeah. So I, love, I love this guy and I'm super happy that he's doing well again in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the stories about him, like, protecting dogs and stuff and, like, horses and things. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's, he's like a badass with a heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. It is pretty amazing. Um, but back to that uh, Game <laughs> 7 loss, I just wanted to say, like, okay, two things. Do you guys believe in Nazem Kadri when he says that suspension isn't going to happen again. Everybody seems to believe him. Don Cherry seems to think that um, it's not going to happen again. I mean, it better uh, not happen I don't know. Again. <laughs> well, I mean, he's <laughs> he's shown already that it's... that he two, two years in a row. He's, a yeah. guys, guys. he's going for the three-peat next year. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not convinced. Well, 
it won't happen. Just looking at it from the cap perspective, I mean, he's on a really good contract. Um, if you could trade him for a defenseman and you think you can replace him, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at Brad Marchand this year. He hasn't licked anybody, did he? Yeah. He hasn't done anything to get himself suspended. I don't think, I don't he's, think, got he a, I don't think he's got a single penalty. In he stepped the- on... He stepped on Cam Atkinson. Oh, man, that was really (laughs) funny. (laughs) But, but yeah, he's, like, toned it down enough, but he's still doing funny things like that. he's like, what? What do you want? I didn't do anything. He was trying to dull my skates. (laughs) (laughs) CBC was interviewing interviewing him last night before the game, and they asked him um, if he managed to get a skate sharpened, and he just skated away. (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, that guy's a like, after, for sure. the team was like hey you got to stop doing these dumb things in the game and then he's like well i need an outlet somehow Starts <laughs> a twitter account <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't believe kadri when he says that he's going to change i don't know man he, he'll try he'll do his best but i mean players in the heat, in, when, yeah, when the heat's on he's gonna we'll He's going to do it. He's kind of shown that, yeah, he can't really handle the the pressure. Well, not even the pressure that he can't handle his emotions. He just, he just snaps. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's it's not just against the Bruins. He did it um, against, like, we we said this last time, too. He said he's he's done it multiple times to, to different people, too, to different teams. Um, and, okay, so there's that. I feel like he's expendable because he's not a third line center. Um, no, he's like he, he scored. Be, yeah, he, he scored thirty one goals. Yeah, so he can score goals. Um, so I don't think he's being used properly. Yeah, in uh, in Toronto, and like you said, John, I think they should really explore trading him for for a defenseman, which is what they need right now. Yeah, so like they have obviously they have some major cap issues, right? Yeah, having to sign you know Mitch Marner and Kapanen and Janssen, and the fact that they only have three defensemen under contract. Yeah, and Igor Ojeganov is apparently wanting to go to the KHL or something. <laughs> I mean, good riddance, but so they have a bit of an issue, and so they're either going to have to deal with Kadri, or they're going to have to deal with Nylander, or they're going to have to deal with Patrick Marlowe. But one of those yeah. contracts has to go. Zaitsev. They Maybe could possibly Zaitsev. get rid of him. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to want him, though, to be honest. He had a good playoffs, to be honest. Yeah, that's he true. Didn't get points, but he, he was a solid defender, man. Yeah. Like, most of the Leafs' defense was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking of defense, what do you think is going to happen with Jake Gardner? Where do you think he's a possible fit? Like... How much do you think he'll make? I think he'll make too much to stay in the Leafs. He's probably going to command at least six, seven million. I yeah. would think. Yeah. And they just—I don't know. I think a lot of teams could use him, and he might be happier in a place where they're not going to shit on him for every game that he gets like a minus. So. Yeah, I'm like I listen to Montreal radio, and. Mm. Um, they're pretty. They're pretty high on the guy, and like I, I am too because I think he would make a perfect partner for Shea Weber. But I, I am concerned about um, him playing in such a hot, hot market, right? Such a big market like that, because he's not handling it well in Toronto. Yeah. No man, he he did have a good playoff. Like he has yeah, he the did. mistake in Game Seven where he. Tried to backhand pass the puck to somebody, but nobody Dude, was there. That was, that was a game-winning goal. Like that's yeah. that's what that's what I was going to get into. I know, I I know that, but I'm what I'm saying is like if you look at everything else he did before and after that was like solid. Oh yeah, for sure. So but you again, can, like I know, like I know you're not blaming the whole series on him, but people yeah. are trying to throw it like it's all his fault. Everything's his fault. It's like, well, you know, what about yeah. all the penalty kills? Like. That first goal, a lot of players involved, in and that was like that was bad. Like yeah. you can't let that in. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It it goes back to the sentiment: "What have you done for me lately?" Right. Mm-hmm. And the first two goals that the Bruins scored were directly Gardner's fault. I don't know what it is with Game Sevens, but the dude can't play in them. Like, 
I hate I hate plus minus as a stat, but it's pretty like indicative that he's minus <laughs> minus ten in game sevens. Yeah. Well, NHL. I mean, even right. the even the game winning goal that that Sterling was talking about, where he dropped past to nobody, like there was nobody behind him. There were two Bruins players back there. His defensive partner Dermot was in front of the net. So, like, what I think the that's part of the problem when you have him playing with Derm- McDermott. But still, though, like you should know where your defensive partner is. You should know where your players are on the ice. You don't just fucking drop it behind the net to nobody. And then that leads directly to the goal, the game-winning goal. Yeah. Uh, and, and like you said, Sterling, I'm not blaming the entire series on Gardner. It's just with those two plays in Game 7 as their most recent... I, I, like, there's no way they bring him back to Toronto unless he takes a severe pay cut. Well, there's no uh, way they could bring him back, so... Yeah, well, I'm saying like <laughs> they wouldn't sign him unless he accepts like $2 million. He's not going to do that. He's I know, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, where do you guys think that he fits in the the best? Man, I know it's like wanting of me, but like he he would fit in really well with Shea Weber. Shea you think? like yeah, she, like Shea would be able to cover up for his defensive mistakes. I don't know, man. You got two offensively minded defensemen there. Shea's not like the best on his feet in terms of speed. Okay, well, stick like him his with, wheels are going. Um, stick him with Petrie. Petrie's Petrie's been getting more of a more of a defensive uh, portfolio lately. Like he's he's been taking more of the harder minutes than away from Weber, um, or he he did this this past season anyway. Mm-hmm. So let him run with Petrie. Anyway. Yeah, that might work. But again, it goes back to your pressure situation. I don't think he can handle it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sterling, where do you think he should end up? Mm, I don't know. I was thinking like Dallas, maybe. A team that could use defense, but they've also got like some bigger people to handle up front. They've got a decent team. Like They just need a little bit of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, no, Dallas would be a good that or some some team that's already solid up front, but that's just going to drop like a defenseman, and he can come in and fill in like Nashville. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Should we talk about that? Yeah. Oh boy, you kind of set that up pretty well. I know. I, I'd like to say I planned it, but it just came to me. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? What a series by by Dallas, though. Um. They they did they pulled the Colorado and flipped the script. Everybody thought that you know their depth was going to be the death of them, but they were able to pull it out and uh, you know beat a, a cup favorite in in Nashville. So, what a series that was! Ben Bishop was playing really well too. Um, now they're saying that. P.K. Subban might be on the move again. What do you guys think of that? I don't know. It kind of seems like... I don't know. Are they putting the loss of the team on P.K. Subban? Are they just upset that he's... I mean, he had injuries this year. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him this year to actually judge him too much. Yeah, but I do. But I think like if they do decide like, oh yeah, we are going to trade them, like kind of makes the trade look a little bit better, and it does help them out with their cap situation, and maybe they could sign, I don't know, Duchesne or somebody else. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think he's he's worth too much right now because see, that cap was expected to go up a lot more when he signed that contract, and then it had three years of stagnation, and it's just the past couple of years starting to go up and again, but it still makes his contract look pretty bad considering he's like. What is he, the second highest paid defenseman or third highest? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's something like that. He's pretty high up there. And he definitely is... Yeah, he's definitely not playing um, like the contract that that he has. Um, He's kind of struggled offensively the last two years. Like he he hasn't... He was out for like, what, a third of the season? Yeah. Last Last year he had a good year. 
actually. It was his okay. first year he was injured and wasn't very good. Then he had mm-hmm. a good year, and then this year he was injured again. Right. And he just took didn't him, play took the game. get back. Yeah. I mean, I think Nashville is the best fit for him personality-wise. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him back on the Canadian team, though. Just not Edmonton or Vancouver. <laughs> what a dick any other team would be happy i think i think if nashville wants to move him they're gonna have to swallow a little bit of that contract yeah that's all yeah for sure it's too bad because like i'm really pulling for the guy pk subban is one of my favorite players um so is it his back that is fucking him up yeah yeah he's got a bad back Mm. You know why? <laughs> why? Because of all those years he spent carrying the Canadians' defense. Oh, it's true though. Saw that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What else should we talk about? I think that's about it. That's all you want to talk about. That's all you got. San Jose. Yeah. We should talk about that. What do yeah. you guys think? Of- so, so yes, yes. The okay, yeah. Let me get into it. <laughs> was it a penalty? Okay, it was. It was not a penalty. I agree. But you know what? The penalty was called. Fine. Doesn't mean you should be like letting four goals in on the on the penalty kill. Like that's and then and so that's the other thing is Vegas managed to tie it up. So a completely new game. Like it's it's not an excuse to have lost mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. How would how would you feel if it was one of your teams, like your favorite team, and that happened to your favorite well, team? I'd be house? I'd be freaking pissed, yeah. But like also <laughs> I'd be more pissed that they freaking let in four goals on Yeah. You know? Like that. Yeah. How, how many five minute play. penalties have you guys seen or four minute majors or something? How often do they actually score like two goals? Yeah, exactly. Very rare. So, like, for them to score three goals in like a shutdown situation where they should have just been able to dump it constantly. Why Mm -hmm. didn't Gerard Gallant like call a timeout after the second one? Like, geez, man, I don't know. But I like stop using that as an excuse. That's all. I will say though that the I feel like Vegas is one of the best teams that's out of the out of the playoffs right now that might probably should have been in there. Um, (laughs) And if San Jose wins the cup, I think it's kind of, kind of like, it's always going to have that tarnish to it where people are going to be like, yeah, but you wouldn't have got it if the referee didn't fuck up on that penalty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. eh? Always an asterisk attached to it. Um, NHL has to apologize for this Stanley cup winner. Well, let me, let me tell you about my thoughts um, I do agree with you, John, that they shouldn't use the that as an excuse to, to lose the game uh, or let in however many goals. But it's a pretty damn good excuse because they had it in the bag. It was they were up by three goals or no, they were up by. Yeah, they were up by three goals with 10 minutes left in the third. That penalty drastically changed the momentum of the game. Like the sharks were dead in the water. They they scored um, all their goals within those five minutes. They got nothing in the fifty five minutes prior to that, or like fifty five minutes um, of the sixty minute game, because they only scored on the on the major. And like that that changed the the entire game. Yes, the Vegas yeah. Golden Knights. Yes, the Vegas Golden Knights tied it, and it was a new game after that. But, I mean, it shouldn't have gotten to that point. And the fact that the NHL apologized to them means that they knew that it was, it was, me- it was a mess up. And, and those referees are not working in this round. Yeah, and, and the thing with it, too, is the, the thing that the players found unacceptable was their reasoning for calling the major. Um, if you listen to the Jonathan Marchessault, um interview he was saying that the way the ref explained it to the team he just said well it looked pretty bad 
so we had to call it. Like, okay, you can't you can't call a five minute major if it looked bad. Like that changes the entire um, dynamic of the game. You're you're like changing the way uh, the momentum is 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 going. Like you've it. it yeah, you, I don't know. You shouldn't call it if they don't see it. Yeah, like that's ridiculous, especially if it's a five minute major. Like okay, like it could have been called a, a two minute minor. Even then, that would have been iffy. It was just that you know. Pavelski fell awkwardly. And, you know, I really hope that Pavelski comes back soon. I looked pretty nasty. I thought the whole point... Yeah, I thought the whole point of a helmet was to protect against that kind of shit. But, you know, their helmets are kind of crap anyway. It's not the helmet, man. Like, it doesn't matter how good a helmet is. If somebody fucking hits you and your whole body shakes, you can get a concussion. Like, even yeah. a solid shoulder check, like shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder on a player, if they get hit hard enough, they've gotten some brain damage from it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but, and 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 it was like, you know, Marcheseau did also say that he's not trying to knock Pavelski. Uh, he respects the hell out of the guy, loves the way he plays, but it was just an awkward fall, and it shouldn't have been a five-minute major. And it's unfortunate that they lost because of that. Um, so I I do think that the NHL needs to look into this officiating officiating because uh, it's concerning. It's it's happening all over the league in all the series. And yeah, like, like but what, by the time that's watch any game and tell me what a cross check actually is because I can't tell because I've seen players get cross checked in the fucking shoulders and the head and like knock like in the back so hard they fall down on the ice in front of the goalie when they're not anywhere near the puck. No call. And then they come over and somebody will like kind of cross check somebody and then like, oh fuck, that's Mm -hmm. a penalty. Like, what? Yeah, that's the thing, right? They need to be consistent with it. Cause like if they call the cross like, okay, technically, according to the rule book, that was a cross check. But they don't call that kind of shit in the playoffs. They don't even usually call it in the in the regular season. Like that was a pretty weak cross check. You know, Eakin was leaning forward and pushed Pavelski with his with his with his stick, um, and it was parallel to the ice, so that's considered a cross check. But there was no power behind it. He was leaning forward. There was no way he got a bunch of power on that. Didn't Pavelski not have the puck though? So wasn't it? At no, least it was in a face off. I know, but the the puck was long, like gone. He just not knocked the puck away. And yeah, he exactly. like literally pushed him on the ice. No, he, he just kind of... I mean, that play happens all the time, too. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just... Yeah. And that's the thing, is that if you're not... If you're going to call a call like that, then call everything else consistently. Yeah. You know? And I understand I would, that there's... I would, like to hear the, I would like to hear the ref's uh, opinion, because, like... Say they didn't see exactly what happened, but they just kind of saw like from the corner eye that it looked like he got cross-checked in the head. And then they look over and he's fucking bloody on the ground. I'm like, holy fuck, we're going to have to call this. Um, That could have happened, but I can't remember. I'd have to look at the video again, but wasn't there a ref like right behind him? Because he just dropped the puck, right? And then they, yeah. back out, then they back away. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I think the fact that the NHL apologized publicly to the Vegas Golden Knights means that they knew that the ref fucked up. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he needs to come out and say what he saw because he would get crucified, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're talking about making five-minute majors reviewable, and I think they, they should because if you can watch the replay... I don't think you would have called it a five-minute major. I don't want rev- more reviews. I, ha- I hate reviews. I hate the like the 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 offsides. I hate the goalie like the coaches' challenges. I fucking hate it because I think it just boils down to like clarifying what a penalty is and what the rules are. Because there's a lot of penalties you can look at and go, well, that shouldn't be a penalty. That's a penalty. Why is this called? And that is, and having a review for one thing just fixes that the major issue that could occur, but it like lets go the fucking rash of shit that happens all the time. Mm. Like didn't there was a, there's a video of Chara punching John Tavares right in the face, heart like sucker punching him when he's not looking, drops him. 
the ref is three feet away and doesn't even do anything. Doesn't call a penalty on that. Like, how is that not a penalty? And they just let that go. I mean, it's getting kind of, it's kind of stupid when players can get away with shit like that all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well then here, would you rather have them make five minute penalties, just five minute penalties, majors, um, a reviewable play and like add to the momentum killing um, time waster of, of them going through it and making sure that they have the right call? Or would you rather them call the, the penalties consistently so that you don't get quote unquote playoff hockey anymore? Just call them consistently. Doesn't matter. Like all season, just defined. This is what a cross check is. If the cross check isn't just parallel to the ice, like hitting somebody, if it's like, you know, comparable to roughing, like you, you went too far where you have to actually knock the player off their feet or something when they're not near the puck, um, like define it more so that it's more specific. You have to do the same thing. So you can still have the battles in front of the net um, or clarify like battles in front of the net. You're not allowed to cross check, but you can still push each other like back and forth. Right. And it's not considered interference. It's just two people battling for space. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were to like block someone and hit them before they're getting to the puck, like in the, on the, by the boards, that's still considered interference. Like, just clarify that stuff. Like, I don't understand why it's so difficult. The same thing with goalie goaltender interference. You look, you look at one goalie, um, get hit directly, fall down, get back up, have like half a second, goal goes in, and they're like, oh, that's fine. You look at another goalie who gets barely nudged, looking at the puck the whole time. The puck goes, happens to go by exactly when the nudge is, that, and that's J- not goaltender. Jaden Schwartz goal yesterday. What did you guys think of that? That was a goal. <laughs> That wasn't even that shouldn't have even been a challenge. That was a goal. No, he didn't even he, touch he, the interv- he interfered with his stick. No, he touched the goalie. <laughs> no, dude. he touched the goalie, man. No, I, can't fucking I gotta do look that. it up. That was I'll look goal. it up while you guys are t- discussing. That was a goal. No, man, he he interfered with the goaltender. Yeah, because the defender was pushing him into no, the he goaltender. Was leaning, he that's how he got his stick on the puck. He was leaning into it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good hockey play. No, man. Yeah, that's a goal. Nope. Totally goal. No. I was I was surprised that they challenged it. I don't think that they warranted a Was Bishop was Bishop outside of the crease too? I don't know. I didn't I think, I think look at been. it too closely. Also, I'm just playing devil's um, advocate because yeah. that's the thing. I, I think it was a good goal too, but <laughs> <laughs> but that like that's that's the point though. It's it's so inconsistent. Yeah. They challenge because they have no idea what the call is gonna be. Yeah. And apparently, coaches tell their goaltenders to just flop. Yeah, like oh, yeah. They, they play it up because they, they take advantage of it, right? Because a, a call could be, yeah, could be made. Carey Price is a great um, actor. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> um, okay, so this is this is the thing: is that um, so? What 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 are your thoughts there, uh, John? On do you think that they should um, keep the playoff hockey, quote unquote, going? Like, let them play, or because that that's the that's the issue, right? Is the way that it's working now? Um, they're letting the players play, and it's leading to inconsistent calls because right. the refs let things go and they let things go too far, and then they call really weak calls, and everybody's like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and it, like, especially when um, there's like no, no calls throughout the entire game, or some, and then they have to call a stupid penalty, like puck over glass or a high sticking that barely got the guy right. And the, and like that one call changes the game when there should have been, I don't know, maybe ten penalties called throughout the game, right? Like more serious penalties. So yeah, but. I, I like that's the thing is like I love playoff hockey and I don't want to lose it. Um, so I think what what should what they should do is have uh, a ref that specifically sits and does video review, and if the refs on the ice miss something, they can refer to that video review 
judge or video review ref so that you're not taking extra time out of the game because he's just reviewed the play and he can make a call on it. That way you can see that the cross check, quote unquote cross check, wasn't as bad as the blood made it seem. Yeah. And the fact that they were like, oh, well, it looked pretty bad. You can't, man, you can't use that as an excuse. There's no way. No. I say do it. It looks really bad. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I still think it should have been a minor penalty, but that's it. I also think that Vegas should have been able to kill it. Seems weird. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because you're away. You got the home crowd um, cheering against you. Like the building is friggin' loud. You can't listen. You can't hear each other. Um, you know? So another thing. So they, they punished Dan O'Halloran and the other ref. But like this is happening in every series. What happens when they get to the Stanley Cup final and they, they don't have enough refs to ref it because everyone's making these mistakes? No, they just keep taking the best group of refs until the final. There's always there's always but cut, every, but, but Dan O'Halloran like, just yeah, is they, a veteran coach that probably shouldn't have been cut, but he was because of the mistake. Yeah. Because of the thing. I could tell. Probably should. Should we move on? Before you guys aren't friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I agree that it was a goal. I also find it hilarious that Jaden Schwartz is on a, a pretty nice goal streak right now and uh, played like shit during the, the entire season. Yeah, he killed me. <laughs> <laughs> he steward you, man. It's always a... Yeah, it's there's always that one player that just like sucks all year and screws somebody over. Yep. Happens to me all the time, apparently. So let's move on. Um, these first round matchups. The you second round matching them or what? Yeah. Second, second round, round matchups. My bad. Yeah, uh, I've watched Columbus and Boston and Carolina and the Islanders. They've been pretty good. Uh, Columbus and Boston is like pretty even. Yeah. I think we talked about this before, but you know the sneaky good teams that were are better than their record says, and Columbus is definitely one of them. And I would say Carolina is also one of them. I've seen some of them, and I'm like actually kind of surprised at how good their team really is. And those two series are exciting to watch. Like they're yeah. a lot of fun to watch. That um, I was uh, listening to some uh, other uh, podcasts and radios radio and um they were like concerned that the islanders carolina series was just going to be boring like they're concerned that all the all the all the star players are out of the out of the playoffs and there's nothing exciting about the nhl playoffs right now and they're they're using that series as a as an example but that first game was incredible like end-to-end uh rushes it was like battles battle of the goaltenders one nothing final, crazy overtime. Yeah, I enjoyed that game. So I'm stoked. Yeah. To, I'm so stoked to see the series and the fact that it's going to go to seven. Mm-hmm. Like both both goaltenders are playing out of their minds right out now. Out of their minds. It's really fun to watch Peter Morazic. Who would have thought? Right. Like what a journey by this guy. Um, was fighting with. Jimmy Howard for starting goaltending uh, duties in Detroit. He was the young gun coming up, had a few, I guess, a couple months of inconsistency. Uh, So Detroit decided to get rid of him, sent him to Philly. Couldn't quite get his bearings in Philly because he also wasn't playing regularly. And then did he get waived or did he get traded to Carolina? He was traded. I can't remember. Wasn't he a deadline trade? He was traded, right? A year ago or something. And then they they were like, oh, we'll see how we turn how he works out, and then they signed him after. Yeah, I think that 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 made sense. Yeah, what what a what a journey by this guy. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy to see him 
playing so well and, and really making the most of his opportunity, you know? So good for him. And Langer too. Uh, can't forget about him, like coming back from, uh, from, from, from his, his uh, depression and mental health issues, I guess. Yeah. Just what a character. He's such a good guy. So happy to see, see things are working out for him now. Uh, Watching them play too. Like just, they are, you can tell they're so dialed in. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah. 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 Focus. Playing for each other. Yeah. Yeah, which is exactly what teams want. Like, you want the players who are going to be playing for each other because they believe in each other and they want to win for each other, there's not no, just for... There's no egos in those rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are the fun, the, the best teams to be a part of. Yeah. Because you know that if you maybe don't get it done that night, somebody else will has your back and, and will help you out, you know? So fun series to watch. Um, the Colorado San Jose game was pretty good too. So I, uh, I really thought that San Jose might be just too beaten up to, to be able to contend with Colorado. But um, I think if Martin Jones sticks with it, then I think, Jose will will just carry through. That's mm-hmm. the thing; it's so dependent on that goaltender. Yeah, what a, what a way to bounce back, right? What a time to bounce back! First, yeah, like the first four games, he was just he was like a block of Swiss cheese. You could just like there was nothing that wasn't going in. Um, and then I don't know what he did. Maybe he just decided, oh, I can't let any more in. He just changed his mindset and started playing really well. well so there's, there was all the all those questions surrounding whether what the coach was going to do, right? Is mm-hmm. it going to start, was it game three, game four? I think it was game yeah, or game five, maybe. Yeah. Um, and um, I think there was a report saying that like after one of the games, like the bad, the bad game that he had, um, he like disappeared. <laughs> like that he didn't do any... Um, any media and he's like just kind of disappeared. So I think the co- for the coach to show his confidence in him, I think that might've been like what helped, what helped him. It's like, this is our guy. We're going to ride him, ride him till we die. And uh, I think just showing that confidence in, in him just kind of really helped um, his mindset. Mm-hmm that made the decision easier for, for his coach. He just threw him right in or threw him back, which was good. Yeah. Cause uh, we had a poll on our Twitter and I think it was pretty much 50, 50 between Dell and Jones. Cause we asked who should start game three. Um, and I think most people just, I think it was a 50, 50. Well, so yeah, that was, and then, so they started Jones and he got pulled again. And then mm-hmm. at that point I'm like, okay, they have to start Dell. But no, they st- that's when like that's when they started Jones again. It was like the elimination elimination game. They started Jones, and uh, yes, he's been lights out since. Hmm. Yeah. So that's great. Um, we'll see if he can keep going because he he played pretty well keeping um, keeping Colorado to two goals in that first game. And, uh, you know, again, you know, they, they had quite a bit of time off, the Avalanche and the Blue Jackets did, so that could have factored into their Game 1 losses. So we'll have to see how the Avalanche answered that. I just wonder if the, because they rely so much on their top line, if they'll be able to keep that going, or will the rest have done their team so much good that they'll be able to overcome San Jose, who just has, they just have a lot more talent on their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it wasn't like their first round matchup was particularly hard for the Avalanche. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think they had any. And I mean, they had like, JT Comfer and Colin Wilson, like they, their secondary players were, were scoring too. Like they were contributing. Yeah. So yeah, they need to do that again. Um, the and they brought in the car who's just been a fucking amazing rookie to watch. Like, 
I love watching him play. Should he? Do you think? Do you think he should be nominated for the Calder? (laughs) (laughs) No. What a good, what a good (laughs) transition. Let's let's talk about it. Um, I'm gonna get the Calder finalists. The Calder finalists were announced yesterday. Uh, Elias Pettersson, Jordan Bennington, and Rasmus Dahlin. The most notable snub uh, is Miro Heiskanen. Didn't make it into into the top three because he's finished. Now, on our podcast, on our podcast, we're of the mind that it's Elias Pettersson's trophy. Uh, he's basically got it in the bag. If you look at the definition of why the Calder Trophy is um, is given out, uh, then you know it says that. Give me one second while I pull it up. It is awarded to the player selected as the most proficient in his first year of competition in the National Hockey League. In his first year. Yeah. Now is that is that re- is that regular season or is that it doesn't include the playoffs? playoffs. They have to it's only right before the playoffs start. Yeah, because all of these NHL awards are only for the yeah. regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Elias Pettersson's trophy. Like there's 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 no way. Now our our we we posted a poll on Twitter um, at HFHD Podcast if you'd like to check it out. Uh, asking who the runner-up for the Calder Trophy should be. <laughs> yeah. Because we know, yeah, Pedersen, like I said, is going to win. Um, and right now, 38% of the people are more interested on why Miro Heiskanen was, was snubbed over Bennington or Darlene. But Bennington is 33% of the vote for who should be the runner-up. Um. Look, there are a lot of people who are clamoring for Bennington to win the Calder. And I don't necessarily disagree with them because he is the reason that um, the St. Louis Blues are on TV right now, as <laughs> I quote from um, See, a member yeah, so, who, on a, from a Twitter. Let me just call it, give out the shout out, sorry. Yeah. As I quote from the the um, a guy on Twitter who, who said that. Um, Shoot. I'm trying to find him. Oh, this is painful, man. Pete Bagels. Pete Bagels. <laughs> Pete Bagels. Pete Bagels. Uh, it's true. It's 100% true. If it wasn't for Bennington, the Blues wouldn't be on TV. They but would that's not if... what the trophy is about. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> um, I, also, I also posted on... That that's what I posted on on our um, overtime heroics hockey forum in uh, in the Calder thread. I said, "Look, Bennington deserves consideration. I think he deserves to be the runner up. If for whatever reason, Petter, like, can Pedersen just deny taking that anyway? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Bennington should be second, but he's not going to win because." He didn't like 32 games played is not a large enough sample size. Um, he did really well. Like those numbers are godlike, are you know video game like, uh, but it's still only 32 games. That's not even half a season. Then and so, with your reasoning, it would follow that he shouldn't even be nominated. Yeah, we were surprised that it's not a large enough sample size. Yeah, I thought that this this whole thing was put to bed because you know. Um, we thought that Bennington wouldn't even be eligible for the Calder Trophy, but you know, there, lo and behold, he got announced as a finalist. And I don't know. I think that if they had a heart trophy for the um, for the best for the rookie who contributed the most to their team success, Bennington should win that. Maybe they give that to Carter Hart Grant. Hmm? You wouldn't give that to Carter Hart? <laughs> <laughs> if they made the playoffs, yeah, I would. <laughs> Next year. Next year. They'll call it the they could call it the Jordan Bennington trophy. Yeah. But yeah, because like he he is the reason that they're in the playoffs. 
And if there is a um, a trophy for rookie MVP, I guess it would be, he should win it. But for the Calder, most proficient in, it in his first year, it's got to go to Pedersen because he played so many more games. And it's it's also a little skewed to to skaters, I think. But anyway, okay, John, I'll let you off. Let you off leash. Go ahead. You kind of like you just kind of killed my mood because <laughs> like you just kind of like yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I basically I, I'm getting very frustrated with people saying, "Oh, he." Um, Bennington, they, San Jose, St. Louis wouldn't be in the playoffs right now. They wouldn't be in the second round if it wasn't for Bennington. Bennington's playing unbelievable. He deserves the Calder. The award is for the regular season, not for the playoffs. So that's like my biggest pet peeve. And I'm like, I really like Heskinen, Heskinen's interview yesterday. It's just like, it doesn't matter to me. I'm playing right now in the playoffs, and that's, and I mean, they're all good guys. They're all really great players. And but I'm in the playoffs, and I'm focusing on this. Like he's a real pro. Um, that being said, he should have been nominated for the Calder and not Jordan Biddington. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Sterling, I just love how John is getting so angry at this, and then I love how people who read it, who responded to our poll didn't read the whole thing. They're like, "Where's Pedersen?" Getting so upset. So that's the funniest part to me, that there's this big disagreement on it. Um, I don't know. I think Bennington deserves consideration. I actually think Darlene maybe, I mean, how much better did he actually make the team? I mean, he's really good at his position. That's true. So was Heiskanen. That's true. And, like, it's hard, though, with goalies because when you look at their numbers, you're like, oh, my God. Like you said, he's, he's video game awesome. It's like they're using cheat codes over there. But... He didn't really play a lot of games, and the whole team also played. Like, yes, the goaltending was a big part of it, but the whole team also played way better. Like, they went from being the shittiest group to the best group, one of the best groups. Actually, the, the best group in the last yeah, uh, four or five months of the season. So it's not just... Yeah. Like, Bennington also relies a bit on the defensemen around him to be able to put up those numbers. So if he was on a mediocre team, would his numbers actually just be like logical? Would he be like nine fifteen or something? Which is still really good. If he was playing for Philadelphia, for example. <laughs> Very good. Very good point. That team wouldn't be in the playoffs. <laughs> it doesn't I don't know. I don't I just think the argument's so ridiculous over the the fault people who are following up because I don't think they should win. I I think Pedersen should win. Uh shocking. But yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a hot take. <laughs> but I love listening to you guys get so like worked up over it. It's great, <laughs> man. That one we spent a whole. I know day you guys were going off of each other on the messenger chat. I was like sitting here, like, what the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> I did not. Care. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I, I did not. As you can like with 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 messages, you can't tell the tone. But I, I did not understand why John was getting so heated. <laughs> yeah, you just you just displayed your side, like, and then like John's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I fucking think that. Just giving my opinion. <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, there's man, still like so an afterburner funny. effect going on with you right now. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was just like, dude, it's just my opinion. I'm not saying you should win. I'm saying he deserves to win. should come in second. And then I considered him, and he's still lost. So what's the point? Anyway. Well, that's, that was the point, is that he should be considered. Okay. It was whether or not he should have been considered. And that's what the question is on Twitter, is who the runner-up should be. And between Darlene and Biddington, and 32% or whatever. Yeah. It is now. More more people are concerned about where Miro is than both of those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Darlene is getting no love. <laughs> Miro wins with the popular vote. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with Darlene is like his last half of the season wasn't as good as his first half. So everyone's just remembering the end. Well, Buffalo tanked at the end. Like, why the fuck are we even talking about them? So yeah, but he's he still got like forty two points or something as a rookie defenseman. It's pretty good. It's 
pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, buffalo. That, that buffalo. That buffalo. These looking Wait. pretty nice, actually. Darlene, Montour, Ristolainen. I think they're going to be okay. Well, yeah, goaltending. Know what they need. Robin Leonard would be nice. Yeah, I guess. Ha 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 Well, I wonder if because like he he basically said that the well I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he said that his time in Buffalo was toxic, <laughs> and that kind of was what led to y'all ever been to Buffalo? Well, nice. no, I haven't actually. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, Ryan O'Reilly got out of there, and look how well he's doing. Didn't, yeah, man. didn't Ryan O'Reilly say he was losing his Jeff love for the game at the end of the season in Buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's got to be something there. You don't have a happy crew, and you're like losing your love for hockey. Yeah, I'm getting paid millions, and I'm you know pretty well, good in my position, but fuck, I hate this. <laughs> it just sounds like it just sounds like they're not. They they've developed a losing culture, like they've developed, I guess not a losing culture, but they've des- developed an acceptance to losing, and I think that's what he was referring to, is yeah. that like people weren't jacked enough about like losing. if they get behind, they're not willing to push just, to win a game, basically, or like whatever, we'll just lose again. Exactly, kind of like, like yeah, kind of like Edmonton and the Taylor Hall days. Mm. Okay, I it was all Taylor Hall's fault. Everybody knows it. That's why he had to go. He was just the toxic, toxic masculinity in there, ruining everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's something different. But. And they're all men, so bit. you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, I think that's pretty good. Good, good enough discussion for the for the Calder Trophy. Um, let's let's talk about Selkie, real yeah. quick. Yeah, Who yeah, yeah. I think uh, the the nominees are Patrice Bergeron, of course, perennial. Yeah. Um, Mark Stone and our boy Ryan O'Reilly that we were just talking about. Who do you think should? I don't be? think I can be objective about this. Um, primarily because I don't want Patrice Bergeron to win to win it again. <laughs> Oh, I'd also like to point out they're all connected. And Bergeron was injured quite a bit oh, this yeah. year, too. Yeah. I don't believe O'Reilly yeah. was. I don't think he... Yeah, I don't think he should He should win this and year. What about Barkov? Yeah. Also, where's Barkov? Barkov? Barkov should be in yeah! there instead of uh, yeah. Bergeron. Although I think I think yeah. O'Reilly should yeah, win yeah, all the yeah. way. Yeah. Like Even when St. Louis was playing like shit, he was oh, still yeah. being like the best on that team. Yeah, he was having a career year before. And he never changed. He just kept around. going. Mm. Mm. Also, See, he wins for, for best beard. So, yeah. So sexy. yeah, he's a good-looking boy. Good-looking boy. Who's fourth that we're going to argue um, about? Who, who's I, like I, my fifth? I, who's fifth that should be in there, but we're all pissed about? <laughs> I would I would say that Mark Stone should win. Because he only missed a few games uh, due to the healthy scratches from around the trade deadline. But he led the league in takeaways. Like, he's a takeaway machine, and he's so good defensively um, in his own zone. But he is the only winger out of those three nominations. And I I feel like it's easier to to win the Selkie as a centerman. Um, But... I think Mark Stone has a pretty good chance of winning because he's just so good defensively and in his own end with, and he lead, he led the league in, in, in takeaways. And that's, that's something that should be noted because like, you know, not everybody can do that. He's a freak of nature with that stick, just super long reach. So yeah. You're a podcaster with a long stick from, from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I should have, I should have kept that up there. <laughs> um, we have that sound bite, but I, oh, I took man. it off. Pierre Maguire. I like. I love watching uh, uh, the American feeds because <laughs> I like just getting Pierre Maguire sound bites. Just makes my day. <laughs> I learned that uh, Colton Pareko is a is like really into fishing. <laughs> cool. Yeah, he's Calgarian, I believe. 
which is pretty neat. Um, but uh, going yeah, back, yeah, do you guys going back to the sucky? Yeah, do you guys have anything else to add, or about time we ended it? Um, Barkov should have been nominated, and um, yeah, I, I'd I'd like to see Ryan O'Reilly win it, but I wouldn't be upset if Mark Stone did. Mm-hmm. Hashtag free Barkov. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just apologizing for the jet engine going off in my house right now. If anyone can hear that, you like that? <laughs> yeah. Who's living in the basement suite of Vancouver? This guy. Um. Yeah. Barkov should have been in there. Ryan O'Reilly all the way. All right, boys. One last uh, question: Who's winning the cup? Saint Louis. Saint Louis. Stop it like that. Yeah, let's I go. Got Blue. I, oh, got, let's go I got San Jose. I got Jumbo Joe. Let's go. Blues. 16 Canadian players, three Canadian coaches. GM is a, is, is a Canadian boy, too. Got to go with the Blues. Blues versus Columbus. Okay. Blue That's versus it. Blue. No one, neither team has cut before. That would be <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, really? That would be kind of cool, I guess. I, I still think that the Bruins probably have the best chance making it out of the East just because of their championship pedigree. Um, but they are going up against... Uh, yeah, and the field. greatest playoff goaltender of all time in Bobrovsky. The best cop in the forest. Bobrovsky! So, yeah. Let's see if he can keep going. But fun to watch, man. I, I, I do hope that um, the Blue Jacks is kicked. Blue Jackets can keep going. It'd be fun to watch if, uh, yeah, it would be, it'd be super fun to, to see two teams that have never won the cup before um, in the in the cup final. San Jose and Columbus? Uh, no, St. Louis and Columbus. Oh, San Jose and Columbus. Bro. You're right. Okay. St. Louis. Yeah, has <laughs> St. Louis. St. Louis has won, haven't they? No, they have never won. St. Louis has not won. No. St. Louis has not won. San Jose is the last Californian team to not win. The big kaiju down there would be complete. The Hydra. Hill Hydra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised by that. With um, Even with the Tukachuk years. And when Grant Fuhr. Chris Pronger and Al McCarthy. When uh, Nick Caprios took out Grant Fuhr that year. Huh? Gwenville was pissed. I did not see that. That was not old enough. Todd taking an episode with the games. That's fired. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good uh, a good time to end it. Um, if you're still here, appreciate your ears. Thank you for sticking in to the Love end of, you. The, of the episode. We do appreciate it. Thanks, Sterling, for that. <laughs> There's not a thing uh, with what you just said, and God bless you for claiming that right. Jesus, <laughs> Sterling has 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 found a Doctor Phil soundboard on the internet, and he is having a lot of fun with it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HFXT Podcast, and like our page on Facebook at HFXT Podcast as well. Um, we can be found on all the major podcast directories, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, all that good stuff. Bring your mom. Exactly. Share That's it with I your want. friends, family. Uh, we do appreciate that if you like the podcast. And yeah, we, we have some, some pretty exciting news as well. We've uh, been added to the Overtime Heroics Forum as moderators of the NHL forums. So if you're interested in chatting hockey, hit us up uh, on Overtime Heroics. If you go to overtimeheroics.com slash forums, you can register for a free account and talk all the sports you want. They have the forums for NFL, NBA. Um, They just recently had a huge NFL draft thread going on so if you want to join in on the discussion there uh, they've got wrestling mma mlb all the major sports um, on there that you can talk about and if you're having trouble 
registering for an account in the referral section, you can type in HFHT space podcast. And that usually tends to, to work if you're, if you're experiencing an invalid error message whenever you try to register. So give that a shot. Uh, and yeah, we look forward to seeing you on the forums. And uh, you, can, uh, you can find Grant by following all the bad takes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't yeah, know about okay, that. Right. Friggin' John got me off my game. I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, you're done, bud. Yeah, I guess we'll just end it. Yeah, see you, <laughs> see you all next week. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Get that stick on the ice. Sugar mamas. <laughs>